Hey, yo, hey, yo, hey, yo. What's oh, up, boy. You, like, you said you were hitting record, and I didn't realize you were that ready to hit record. Yeah, I mean, it's just one fucking button. You think you think this is a game, Colin? You think this is a game? Uh, speaking of games. When I pull up, let it rain. What? I think this shit again. Conway and Eminem song off the, the Griselda record. You think this shit a game? They think this shit a game. Till I pull up, let it rain. You stupid. I feel. I stupid feel like thing. I don't even know what song that comes from. I mean, I know you said it's Conway and Eminem, but I literally I couldn't tell you another lyric from that song. If you listen to that song, like right after this, you would be like, oh yeah, this song. It's, yeah, like Eminem's verse is kind of goofy. And uh, it's one where he says, like, ass butt. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Speaking of games, I think we both have uh, game stuff to talk about. So let's just go right into it. Wait. Let's go right into games. Wait, 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 wait. This is episode episode 69. No Takashi. Just 69. Just 69. We can't even say 69. Like, I feel like he's ruined my ability to just say 69. I have to say 69. Nice. Nice. Uh, I played a new game. Okay. I've heard so much about this fucking game, and I saw barely anything about it. I knew it was like a survival game and yada, yada. So okay. I go, uh, I research a little bit of this game, and I was like, you know what? Nobody's going to want to play this with me. What do you got there? Old Milwaukee? It's a NA? Milwaukee NA, baby. Nice. So Again, great. Nice. I need a sample where I can just go nice, like every time. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Nice. Anyway, so like Dave Tevinall hits me up and goes, Hey, do you guys have any interest in playing this game Rust? And I was like, Oh shit. Yeah, I totally do. But I just, it it looked like one of those games like nobody would want to play. It's like not a, you know, not a first person shooter. It's just a weird survival game. Played it for the first time and holy shit, it was the funniest fucking thing ever. First of all, you start, just butt ass naked, like dicks. What kind of game is it? It's it's called a survival game. Like basically, you start butt naked in the wilderness. But I mean, like, like, is it like is it like third person view first? first person? Oh, first yeah, person first. Yeah. So if you if you take like I play on mouse and keyboard, so if you look straight down, you see your dick. Like <laughs> you see, uh, my character happened to be a woman, so I saw uh, a bush. Uh, but anyway, so you start in your butt naked and you just have a rock and you have to like go around and, uh, it's got elements of Fortnite where you have to like harvest materials. So you have to like harvest wood and like build a shelter. You get fire, you know, you got to keep yourself warm and you have three metrics that tick down on the side. You have, um, like your health, your water level and your food level. And you can die of starvation. You can die of dehydration. Hmm. You got to find fucking fresh water. It's just a big ass open world game. Uh, there are animals that run around you got to kill and there's also people. So for a long time, I thought it'd be so cool. Like if, when you got close to certain people, you could actually talk to them. So, you know, games like Warzone and shit like that, you hear their mic for one or two yeah. seconds after you kill them. It's basically uh, called death com. So people scream like, go fuck your mother and like shit like that. So you can hear it. That's when all the gamer atrocities happen. Exactly. You start getting teabagged and shit. Uh, but with this, it's, you get close to people and you can actually talk with them. So you could run up on people and you can be like, Hey, I'm, I'm just here, like looking for food. Can you spare any food? They can throw you food or they can just fuck you up and like straight murder you. But I wish I would have streamed or recorded the very first time we went in there because it was the funniest shit with me, Dave and Kyle running around, butt ass naked, uh, I don't let your kids play it, but I would highly recommend if you get an opportunity. So to play it's really this game. like, like you just start alone and naked and just have to survive. That's all it is. And, naked and afraid. You get to make crossbows, spears, all kinds of shit, explore caves. Like it is just a big ass open world to explore. And I, I don't know why, like I was like stoked to play it. It's fucking hilarious. I can't That's, even wait. It's so, I like, is it only for PC? Uh, I don't know. Good, good question. I know all three of us played it on PC. It seems like a lot of games like that, uh, are the ones that show up on, uh, the Game Pass on Xbox, you know, because they're like indie games or whatever that are like little under the surface. So, um, 
the Game Pass thing is is awesome, by the way. And for Xbox? That, yes. Yes. Because it, it's like, you know, just a you pay a monthly fee and you get a bunch of free games. So anyway, and it's funny you talk about playing that game because I went in a totally different direction. Uh-huh. And uh because I Miles wanted to play this game called Unravel that was on Game Pass, mm-hmm. but it was made by uh Electronic Arts. So there's like an add-on to Game Pass. It's like an extra two or three dollars a month. That's like the EA Pass. Something and that's like all, oh yeah, totally. <clears throat> and that's like all the EA games. So all of a sudden there's just like all of the sports games. And I don't usually I haven't played sports games on any next generation system. I think the last time I played a sports game was probably something on like a Nintendo 64 or something like that. Mm. And uh, it never, you know, just, it never really appealed to me. The thought of it never really appealed to me. And then, but then, you know, I was like sitting there looking through game pass and I was like, you know what? I'm going to give Madden 20 a shot. You know, and I was like, fuck it. I just want to see what it's like now. And uh, so I downloaded it and I didn't have time to wait for the whole, it was like fucking 44 gigabytes or something like monstrous game. And, uh, for Xbox at least. And, half of um, Warzone. it's crazy. Oh yeah. I'm sure it's half of like, I'm sure it's half of like Grand Theft Auto. There's, it's probably a third of Grand Theft Auto. Anyway, um, anyway, I, uh, but you know, it gets that like part in the download where it lets you play a little bit while you wait for it to install. And on, in Madden, it's like the all-star game, like the okay. Pro Bowl. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's just like a bunch of all-star players and you can choose your AFC or the NFC and you could just play it. You could play it as many times as you want while the game's installing. So that's all I played. I immediately understand why that's so immensely popular. Oh yeah. It's it disgustingly is, it, it's, good. It's so, well, it's not only realistic. I mean, like the sounds and stuff. Like I had it up loud. Sierra, I was, Sierra was asleep still. She came downstairs. She thought I was watching a game. She's like, oh. are you watching football? <laughs> I'm like, no, I'm playing it. And, uh, but that's like how realistic it, and like, and like the, the graphics and all the shit and the, um, commentary. And, but then, you know, but then it's just arcade easy. You know what I mean? So it's like, I can understand it drew me in. I played for like two or three hours because it's just so fun because it just draws you in. It's easy to play. I totally get it now. And now I'm probably going to be a sports game guy. Dude, I will say that I I was never really a sports game guy other than your, you know, your extreme sports, right? Like cool borders, Tony Hawk. Like those were the games I liked. Uh, There was even a bike game was like Matt Hoffman BMX or some shit. Yeah. 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 It was a bike game. Um, Madden was like the exception. I never owned a Madden, but all my friends did. And whenever I would get a chance to play, dude, it was so fun. I could get lost in that shit for hours. Getting mad at my own players and shit. Like, absolutely. Like, dude, I threw, I threw that just right. You missed it. (laughs) It's your fault. Uh, Anyway, yeah, that, 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 uh, it's fun. It's fun. Now I can, now I want to try like NBA, the NBA ones and like soccer. And uh, the soccer ones I hear are good. The soccer are hockey ones so, good? Do you know if hockey ones are good? Uh, I'm assuming they are, but I I don't know much about them. I feel like I feel like out of all the sports games, those were always my least favorite. It, football was always my favorite, it, with the exception of NBA Jam. NBA Jam was like, oh, of course. Oh, are you kidding me? Like that was so fun. Uh, soccer is surprisingly fun. There are so many things you can do, like all the tricks, like when you're trying to juke people and kick, you know, do spins and all that shit. It's hyper realistic on next gen systems it's crazy uh love uh, that shit but uh there do you remember i was thinking about this the other day and i think that this is something that's due for a next gen console reboot do you remember the mutant league games no like mutant league soccer mutant league hockey they, they're on sega genesis I, uh, I had a sega but i did not have any of these games oh my god so they're they're like uh almost top down view you know 2d mm-hmm. but you know whatever and uh like old school sports game sure. and uh the soccer or i mean the hockey one was always my favorite but like you were like all these monsters and mutants were the teams and you just played and you were trying to score at the same time as you were trying to kill the other players and try to do things and it was like really cartoony disgusting like mm-hmm. really bloody and shit 
and it was always the goal. The, the goal was to get the other team to forfeit because they didn't have enough players. And so it was like this really gross, cartoony, violent sports game. And I think that would be hilarious with the next gen reboot. Uh, did you ever play Blades of Steel? Rings a bell. So Blades of Steel was uh, an older um, hockey game. And like the fun thing to do is like you just ran into each other. And after you run into each other like three times, it brings it up to a fight view and you throw your gloves off and you fight. That was a shit. Um, Last thing I'm going to ask about video games. Uh, Do you remember those handheld things in like the late 80s, early 90s? They were football. It was really just a little handheld thing with dots on the screen. I was like, beep, 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 beep. Dude. Oh, dude. My brothers had one of those and, you know, it, it just ended up in the house like when they moved out. Did I come across that one day? I swear to you, I must have spent a just a, the first fourth of my life playing that thing. I would play the shit out of that. Couldn't really play any other games, but dot football, whatever it was, fucking it's awesome. Hilar- it's, it's hilarious with those because they are those like it's like a plastic shell around yeah. just like a really simplistic chip that they're just they get all the game is is just turning on like it's just playing with some like uh magnetic shit and it's hilarious because it's like it probably costs like six cents to make the dang thing they should just go ahead make make some more like i feel like kids would still fucking love that i mean kids are into retro shit i told you last time my uh my boy wanted a nintendo 64 and he's that's what he's been playing he's been playing goldeneye and mario kart on 64. Um, I think there's a there's one thing that's interesting about the retro games and the retro game styles is because I think that younger kids just don't care. To, to them, like next-gen graphics and stuff like that's just another style of game. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, For us, it was always like, what's the next one? How realistic is the next game? How realistic is the next game? And uh, uh, so for them, it's like, they're all realistic like good graphics are good graphics now there's there's no real there's not games with like really good graphics and then games with really bad graphics it's like there's really good graphics and then there's just like okay graphics and then there's like weird old school styles and things like that with all the indie games and stuff like that and you got like the kids playing like among us you know and it looks like 8-bit shit you know what i mean and it's just a style so to them it's like no different it's just it's funny it's more the speed of the game that drives them crazy. That's so, how they know it's old. Uh, there's a lot of new games they, that still have they, that old style, though. The, the whole, no, but I, I mean, I think you I'm, were right I'm sorry. When you said it like was the style. lag. I, I mean, like lag, like because you don't deal with pop in now. You know, things like that that okay. you saw in like a PS One. So, so, so here's something that like fucked me up when I had this realization. So this this one didn't get me too much. PS1 is now considered retro. Okay. Hilarious. That's wild, right? I mean, it's over 25 years old. That would technically make it vintage. PS2 is about to be retro. Crazy. Now it's fucking me up because that came out in March of 2000, I think. And so it, it, you need 20, 20 years is what's considered retro. That is fucking crazy to me. Like we That's are crazy. those old people. We're the old people. Yep. Unbelievable. Um, one perk of being an old person is I can buy whatever the fuck I want. Every time I see now, – now every time we're on Zoom and I see your guitars back there, I'm just like, dude, that's tight. I, I want to do more. I want to do more to my room. I want to get my shit all set up. Um, I tried to order a seven-string. So you might have saw my post. I was asking people for uh, opinions on Schecter's because I had it narrowed down to – Either a, either the specific Schecter Omen or a specific Ibanez. And I have the last two guitars I bought have been Ibanez. I'm super big fan right now. Love that wizard neck. But there's something in me that just wanted, you know, I wanted something else. Like I didn't, I didn't want to just go for the Ibanez. Of course, everybody shit on me. They're like, don't get an Omen. Just get an Ibanez. I didn't even say I was thinking about an Ibanez. Everybody just literally said, no, just go get an Ibanez. So I tried to order it. I went. Fuck, man, it's sold out, and I have the notification for restock or whatever. But I, I, I really, 
really want a seven string right now. Yeah, you know, I want a new seven string right now because Maranatha is getting ready to record a few songs ish. I, I like I'm at home, but uh, record some songs, and uh, I'd really like to play that on a better seven a seven string. I like better, um, but uh, my whole thing is I really want to get just like a workhorse. Ibanez that I know is good, like a seven three two one or a seven four two one or something like that. Mm-hmm. You know, like just like a those are good. Put some good pickups in it yeah. and set it up real good, and uh, and I'd be happy with that. While I save up for, I would want to do like a custom. I really, if I'm going to spend any big money on a guitar at this point in my life, I want to I want to get it from a boutique, and I want to get a custom. So, so, uh, let's level set. Like what, what is big money on a guitar? Uh, I would call it more than $1,500. Oh yeah. 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 So we're, we're definitely talking the same. Yeah. Do you have a, who do you think, who would you go with? I mean, uh, I've always been a huge fan of electrical guitar company. I don't think they make seven strings though. Mm. Um, those are the ones that have like the metal fork, the metal neck and the forked head or the, mm-hmm. the fork headstock. Uh, remind me, reminds me of like, you mean, so like, uh, basically what's on a, a V? No, V's don't have that, right? Some V's do. Yeah, not like that. Not like a, like a BC rich. Headstock. No, th- this is just like, it looks like it's just cut like a regular headstock cut down the middle. Oh, I know exactly. But it's like, it's like chrome and the neck is metal. Uh, it's a different sound too, but uh, no, I I really like uh, Donable guitars. It's really big in Doom and Sludge, um, and uh, you know that Balagher company. That, that's what that, that's what I was wondering. Because like you know, Devin swears by him, and I know that guy knows downtuned guitars better than anybody I know. Uh, and then like every time I die, you know they're sponsored by him too, and and. I built, I, I like, uh, built a custom one on their website. It was like 2,500 bucks and, uh, it looks very cool. <laughs> Are you familiar with, uh, the company called Kiesel? Mm-mm. You should check them out. They, they have a seven string. They're, they're known for being just like extreme top of the line guitars. I mean, you can sometimes find them used, um, 1500, something like that. Uh, but they have a, um, an A7C that's a seven string guitar. I, I don't know much about them in, as far as like seven strings, but I know that they're pretty, pretty high end. When people oh. talk about like, you know, I don't say custom guitars, but high end guitars, like they're usually in the mix in the metal world. Yeah. But yeah, that Balaguar or however you pronounce it, I've been very interested in that. I'm also extremely interested in getting a multi scale guitar. Hmm. You familiar with the like like fan fret one? Yes, because they're made for people who downtune, like and yeah. the the lower strings um, have more bass and stuff like that. Like I, I don't know. I think if I could afford, if I was going to spend a grand or more right now, I would buy like probably the Ibanez Axum or Axiom, however you say it, label. I'd buy that in a seven string with the fan frets. Um, but I'm not. I'm gonna try and stay around that, you know, five to six hundred. Yeah. Oh, five yeah. to six. Yeah, yeah. That's what that that's where I mean. I've been looking generally like an Ibanez. Those low end sevens are like uh, two fifty, two seventy five yeah. on reverb and stuff. So I'm just trying to find the right one because I know that I could sell the Legator. I could easily sell that for three fifty. So like. Didn't you say they don't make that one anymore? Isn't that 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 one? I don't know. They don't make this boy, uh, the Jazzy Boy, and that sucker is. Uh, I mean, I bought that thing for three hundo, and uh, with a hard shell case, and um, can't find that sucker for less than nine hundred to twelve hundred right now. Nice. I see you. No, I see you. But I, you know, and it's that makes it really tempting to sell. But I also really, really love how it sounds. Like I love playing it. I like it, it's like probably it's probably the first uh, instrument, probably the first instrument I owned that I like really loved, like loved. Mm. So yeah, I mine was my Gibson SG. Uh, 
there's something about those frets. The that one behind you, you? Yeah. If you're playing like, if you're playing like rock shit or, you know, let's, if you're playing every time I die style shit where it's like very like noty and chaotic, the necks on those Gibsons, phenomenal. They are so built for that style. Switching to a uh, Ibanez was actually kind of challenging, but I had a step in between where I went to those EC1000s where the neck is kind of beefy still, um, but definitely the, the frets aren't as jumbo as um, those Gibsons. So it was like a step in between. And now that I play the Ibanez, whenever I try to play that Gibson, it's I'm worthless on it. When I was at Sam Ash the other night and I sent you that picture, yeah, um, they had a... Like it was one that was hanging up high. Uh, mm-hmm. They had fucking ESP clips. Uh, it was like matte black with like the gold edges, you know, like that. Yeah. Like big daddy ESP look, you know, it's like 1700 bucks, man. But boy, that thing was a be- uh, be- Clark. Holy shit. The, the, I know I sent you back. I said, I won't buy guitars from anywhere other than Sweetwater now. Ever since I, learned how many like sam ash and guitar center how many just they don't give a fuck really like quality control they just let the they let the company do the quality control send them a batch of guitars and then they just deal with it as you know as somebody brings one back or you know maybe the frets aren't filed correctly on one uh and i learned that sweetwater sends back like more guitars than they accept or some shit like with some companies they do this whole you know, inspection that most don't yeah. and they have their own quality control. So I, I really, really like that. And I gotta be honest, I'm kind of stupid when it comes to guitars. Like I go into Sam Ash and guitar, and guitar center and I pick them up and I can't tell people are like, Oh yeah, the fret is this. And the neck, the neck should be more like this. And I'm like, I don't fucking know. Like I, I, I know nothing about nothing. I just know how to bang on this thing and make noise. So I appreciate that. Uh, uh, Sweetwater has that whole process. It's almost like how if you go to Macy's and get Levi's and you go to Kohl's and get Levi's, very shittier washes, very shittier fabrics at Kohl's, also $10 cheaper. Is this, Seriously? Is, yeah, I kind of find it to be the same thing. Like where... No, it, where sounds, it sounds the same, but I have... I would never even have considered that market to have this type of I don't oh, yeah. favoritism. Is that what it is? Cole's, Cole's always got the ugly washes and uh, they also like the fabrics are never, they're always cheaper fabrics, but they're, yeah, if you want a good pair, if you want, I mean, Levi's are always decent, but like, yeah, if you want the cheaper Levi's, you go to Cole's. If you want the nice ones, you go to like Macy's or, you know, Urban Outfitters or Levi's store, if you got one. But they're the same, you know, numbers or 502s or whatever. Yeah, for what sure. What the fuck? Dude, you're blowing my mind right now. How can they get away with that? I don't different know. markets. It's different markets. It's, different demographics. Different income level people. That's blowing my mind. Why wouldn't they just give it a different number? Like, oh, no, these are the 502Bs. Because then you're not tricking people into buying shittier shit. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I'm, I don't know. I'm floored. Why right do you now. think it's the same thing? Like Cole's only Cole's only uh, stocks like the shitty Nikes. Not no, no, they don't. Do they have Air Maxes and shit, dude? But Cole, they're always like they're they're okay. They're always like the Air Max B. <laughs> you know, they're always like the pleather version or, or or like the matte shit version. Or okay, okay. Compare the selection of. Nikes at Foot Locker at Easton and famous footwear at Lennox. Very different selection because oh, it's a different demographic and different income level. Yeah, but, but Kohl's, I always felt was like, you know, it's not fucking Walmart. Like Kohl's is like, they're kind of fucking expensive. It's not Macy's though. You're right. It's not Macy's. There's I a did. reason why, there's a reason why Kohl's Usually is its own building <laughs> and not what? an anchor on the mall. You ever seen a Coles at anchor on the mall? Uh, nope. No, it's always no. its own building. I saw a fucking TJ Maxx though out here. We have a mall and the fucking end <laughs> unit is a TJ Maxx. Dude, TJ Maxx That's is weird. popping out here. Weird. It's, 
It is. It's weird, but they got tight. I only. Too. I can say this. I, I guess maybe I'm more intimately familiar with Coles. If this should give you a little context, is my mom like worked for Coles for like 15 years when Look, I was a kid. And, so. and I, I will say that I literally used to think about it exactly what you're saying. I don't know that that's the case anymore. I feel like they're getting some regular shit. Maybe. Oh, I will no. say this. It was weird. I want, I had to return something to Amazon. Oh, uh, beautiful process. Oculus. It was the Oculus Rift. Okay. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to return it to Amazon. And I go on there and it was like, select your return. Do you want to print a shipping label? Do you want to take it to Kohl's? And in parentheses, it said, do not box, do not print. And I was like, what? Yes. And I was like, I live a block and a half from Kohl's. <laughs> yeah, it's a flawless And then 15 going. minutes later, I went, I, I handed him the thing and I said, thank you. Yeah, you, you have to initiate it through online and they scan your phone. Fucking done. It's, they, you know what? They had to do that though. You can't, like the only thing that stores have over Amazon is, oh, I can just take it back if I don't want it. And like I see people complain about that when they buy shit from Newegg or, or wherever. Amazon crushed it. And honestly, I don't know who the fuck shops at Kohl's, like really. So I feel like it's a, a perfect thing. And little life hack here. If you really want, buy something stupid, take it back to Amazon every time you were, or Kohl's slash Amazon. And every single time you return something, you get like a 25% off coupon for Kohl's. There you go. There done and done. Life. This episode, this episode brought to you by Coles and Sweetwater. <laughs> there you go. Uh, well, fuck. Why don't we throw STL fucking uh, Amp Hub in the mix, dude? Have you used it? I have not. Okay, you, you can do a free trial. Uh-huh. Uh, it's a week trial. You should just download it just for fun. Uh, but it's like obviously the same vibe as the Will Putney thing. It's less stylized. Doesn't have his EQ and stuff like that. But um, it's fucking. $10 a month and it is has all of their modeled amps that they have not the Will Putney ones because those are like his own plugin signature shit yeah but uh it's got like a 5150 and I fucking like was sitting there looking at that and then turning around looking where do I got that knob and I turned it looked at it turned around where do I got that knob and I dialed it in and I got it almost to sound almost exactly like my rig. And, uh, and then like, it's got the really cool cab tool where you can, you know, you can blend two cabs. You can, uh, you can change the angle and the placement of the microphone, change what microphone you have, all that stuff. Uh, the, the distance, uh, of the microphone. And then there's, there's a chain for, uh, like a, a front. That's like distortion and shit. And that like, like where you put distortion and, 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 uh, I think it's just distortion pedal. Like where in the chain or whatever. Yeah. And then behind the amp, then there's like color, like reverb and, and, uh, and, uh, stuff like that delay and shit. But uh, no, it's very cool. And it allowed me to very easily dial in like tones that like I've created my own myself yeah you know so highly recommend to at least play around with so it's very cool and then it's one of those things where like they'll continue to update it as they model more things and it's got you know the it's got the og tube screamer it's got the new tube screamer it's got the ds1 it's got you know it's like got models of a bunch of of popular pedals yeah yeah and stuff like that yeah it's very cool that's awesome uh I feel I feel I'm going to get interrupted like you do regularly uh, with dogs and kids. I got a, she's incoming, dude, incoming like she's right there. Um, but regardless, it has been an insane week. Insane week. Kidding. Yeah, no, it's been an insane week. Where do you even want to start with this? Well, uh, it was really strange how. Um, I, it, uh, you know, on um, see, you're having you, trouble. You're having trouble figuring out where to start. It was a fucking crazy week. Yeah, I think this is the week where, uh, uh, the creators of the monster lost control of their monster. 
We've seen uh, this movie. And uh it, it it's it's amazing how you can have like very openly and publicly over the course of the last four years uh, encouragement of what happened this week encouragement excitement for salivating for 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 hostile violent takeover or burning down of our government and then when it when when somebody actually tries to do it with the blessing of at the at the hand of the president of the United States it's just when it when it when it actually happens then they're all like oh oh wait wait we condemn this we're better than this we need to unify it's like no 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 you this is exactly what you knew would happen what you wanted to happen yeah, and I don't think anybody who's been paying attention at all, you know, even believed what was being said. But what a fucking shot to the people that are going out there and risking everything for what they thought would be somebody who would ride for them equally. And he was just like, nah, it's just going to throw throw everything under the bus. So, yeah, I mean, what a – Only a... for that one speech though, just that one speech. It's a yeah. It's what it, it. It's because like you see when it's really him, and then you see when it's like him being held hostage by people who are who are smarter than him. Yeah. Um, but uh, you know what a what an because I it was funny because I knew that that day was going to be wild. I, I I mean it's like yeah. oh they're you know they're certifying the vote, so I'm and, and I knew that there was going to be challenges, so I had it on like C-SPAN. I was just like watching. And then I was like, oh, yeah, the president's probably going to go extra crazy today because he's got all of his supporters down there. So I threw it on. And then I was just like, at first I was like, yeah, he's doing all the greatest hits. And then and then it was like, ooh, this actually is like starting to sound like kind of dangerous. You know, when he starts saying like the even the Republicans, the the weak ones, the the Liz Cheney's, they got to go. You know, we got to get rid of them. You know, like that's when you start to sound dangerous when you have a whole chunk of the populace that's salivating for violence here. And uh and then the dog whistle and, comes out. And then I and then I was watching. And then I was like I was watching that I was watching the Senate debate when they like all of a sudden like somebody whispered in someone's ear and they rushed everybody out of the room and uh, uh, you know, and it's just like what a time where the, the vice president of the United States is actually doing his constitutional duty for once. And the president of the United States is sending is riling up and then sending an angry mob to 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 stop what's happening. What a, what is happening? We bomb other countries for doing this stuff. That's dude. That's what I was saying. Like the United States would go fucking apeshit on the United States if they were, you know third partying this and looking at another country doing this we would drone strike and overturn the government to install our version of democracy yeah it's fucking incredible uh pretty surprising people there were some pretty surprising people that were part of this um how about that for some literation pretty surprising people that were part of this uh what what was the dude i can't remember his name he was just sworn in in west virginia yeah some that yeah that dude was fucking part of it he's been arrested um, the guy with the fucking horns that everybody initially tried to say was Antifa or BLM is this dude named Jake and Jelly from Arizona, who's like the QAnon dude, shaman, dude, failed actor, so failed the voice whole, actor. There's like a CEO of a tech company. There's oh, like oh, a, my pool guy, my pool guy, the guy that owns the company that cleans our pool weekly was arrested. <laughs> so peace, peace to them. Uh, they got it, the axe. That's that's what's so funny. Okay, so for one, it's it, for one. Uh, it's we were. T- I was talking about this with my band, and it was like, man, I really don't like these people and what they're doing, but kind of nice seeing them fight cops. <laughs> for one, oh, yeah. Uh, but then two, uh, it's just like, God. 
the stupidest group of people I've ever seen in my life. And this is not to say if you're a Trump supporter, you're stupid. Uh, although I'm starting to, 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 to lean that direction. But, uh, but these people, like the satisfaction of watching all of these dumbasses take selfies of themselves while committing federal crimes and like stream live with their usernames talking about who they are. Dude, it's like, what do you think is going to happen? You they, idiots. They got the guy. I saw they got the guy um, that had his feet up on Pelosi's desk. Um, he's a business. He's like a business owner. The guy that was stealing the podium. Another famous arrested. photo. He got arrested. Uh, <laughs> again, like I said, the guy that owns the pool company from here in Arizona. Um, He fucking was there. He got arrested. It, it's just, like it, everybody wants to blame it on Antifa, which is funny. Because it's 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 hilarious how how quickly this turned from we're gonna storm storm the Capitol, literally talking about it online yeah. for weeks, and and then it and then it happens and everyone gets in trouble and go like oh, oh it was staged it was Antifa pretending to be yeah. Trump supporters and it's like it's like uh no and for one Antifa's not that stupid they all cover their faces they all urge each other not to take photos <laughs> yeah. you idiots <laughs> and on top of that th- these are people that were again like you said talking about it very vocal about yeah. who they support leading up to it and i don't think that there's i mean everywhere has face tagging any of these photos these crispy ass photos that you just happen to be in the background of all of those are completely usable I mean, sometimes I log into Facebook and it'll be like, hey, we found a photo that we think you're in. You want to see it? And I'll click it. And I'm just like some fucking rando in a in the back of a photo. And it's like, do you so want to tag yourself? I'm like, nah, not really, but good looking out. Like, good, yeah, no, this is an artificial this is an artificial intelligence that's spending every microsecond coming yeah. looking for how it can better recognize your face. So I think one good thing that happened is uh, he lost Twitter twice, just like the election. He lost everything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He lost YouTube, lost Twitter, lost Facebook. Uh, don't know what's going on over in Parlor World. What about you? You know anything about I, that? <laughs> I joined Parlor. <laughs> uh, first, let me just say the, yeah, the social media things. I mean, it's, it's all of them. It, it's, it's Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. YouTube, TikTok, uh, Snapchat, Shopify cut ties with all of his stores. Uh, and now and so everyone's joined a parlor and now it looks like Amazon is yep. going to stop hosting them. They did. And Amazon at, cut it. Apple uh, is limiting or taking it out of the store. And everybody's like, oh, this is Orwell. This is 1984. This is uh, my free speech, my free speech, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, yo. Remember when you signed up for this site and you just clicked I agree without reading the terms of service? Surprise. It's a private company. It can do whatever the fuck they want. My uh, my wife posted a meme that said, if you're having trouble understanding why big tech can kick him off the platform, just pretend that he's a wedding cake and they're right. – or, or he's a gay couple getting married and they're a wedding cake maker. And I was like, oh, very yeah. nice. <laughs> It's it is something, but yeah, I joined I joined Parlor just because I just had to see what was going on, and it is uh, to quote uh, Star Wars, to quote Obi Wan Kenobi, this is a wretched hive of scum and villainy. <laughs> I mean, it is, it's it's. I mean, you like search up anything, uh, anything that AOC says, it's just like fucking bitch and the c word and and yeah. you know, like it's like it's like a the online game of Call of Duty with a bunch of teenagers on there. You know what I mean? Uh, it's like I was pretty wild. surprised at like some of the videos I saw from the whole storming of the Capitol. Like I don't know that it super surprised me somebody getting shot, like somebody literally thinking like, oh, nothing's gonna happen. It's like every ten feet you're thinking nothing's gonna happen, nothing's gonna happen, nothing's gonna happen. And then you crawl through a window, you get popped, you're dead. Okay, something happened. But some of the videos I was watching, like that cop that was getting crushed in the door while they fucking come back and forth, heave, ho, heave, ho. Like, you know, 
Mm-hmm. What what the fuck happened to Blue Lives Matter? Like what happened to that? They just uh, yeah, all so, out the fucking window. So it's so two cops at least have died from this, right? One was crushed. One, I believe, was beaten to death with a fire extinguisher. Fire extinguisher. Okay. So, uh, well, so in a week, more uh, like so during this, more cops were killed by Make America Again Thin Blue Line folks than were nine months of anti-cop protests. Uh, like, yeah, there. You know, I think that the only argument folks would make there is wasn't there at the BLM, uh, one of the BLM protests, I think like a bunch of cops were ambushed five, maybe in my trip. Do I remember that? Yes, I do. Uh, okay. Uh, and if you read into that, it turns out it was likely a white supremacist that did it. But, um, anyway, uh, <laughs> Regardless, you get the point I'm making. It's yeah. it's the, what you said. What happened to back the blue? What happened to the thin blue line? It, it does it no, not matter anymore because they don't. They're defending the capital against your fucking guy. Like that what is the fuck? that is the one thing about this group is they are f- like on a fucking dime. Will turn on anybody who even remotely shows opposition or neutrality or any type of anything that doesn't a hundred percent align with them. Yeah, dude. It's, it's incredible. Like, it's, it, it, it's astounding. I, I mean, like I rush Limbaugh on a show this week. He, he didn't come from, uh, at least I didn't read it, but he didn't come right out and say it, but he said like, you know, people are calling for the end of violence and stuff like that. And he's like, well, I'm glad uh, Thomas Paine and Sam Adams didn't feel that way. You know, talking about the actual Tea Party folks, the actual founding fathers. It's mm. like you're comparing these fucks. It, the, the, you, the there was a historic thing that happened during this. The first time the Confederate flag was waved inside the U.S. Capitol building ever. You know, it, it, you look at that picture uh, of that dystopian hellscape outside the Capitol. That's like was taken later in the evening. There's not an American flag to be seen. It's just goddamn tr- Trump flags and smoke. It's like, what are we fucking doing? These are terrorists. These are these are insurgents. These are not patriots. These people do not love America. They love a guy who hap- who happened to be the, a, a reality show TV host, a game show host. For fuck's sake! Yeah, not only that, I feel like I don't. I, I'm trying to. I'm trying to find a, a t- tasteful way to compare this. I, I'm not comparing the event to 9-11 but i'm comparing so that changed the landscape of security period like 9-11 changed security in america and how easy it was for these motherfuckers to just roll up in the capitol when they've been talking about it for weeks one of two things either things were they had help you know there was inside knowledge they had help or we have some serious looking at security protocol because honestly, this is where like too many leaders of the free world were. And you saw there were guys with, or there was a gentleman, what do you have? Like 11 Molotovs or something guns. Dude. Like he could have wiped out a bunch of fucking people. Yeah. It's going to change all of these events going forward. It's going to change the landscape of events like this going forward. It's just like, I, I, a couple things about that was like one, I, I actually, saw some journalist posted that at one point secret service agent told him, and I don't know the validity of this. So, but obviously what we saw makes some semblance of sense, but said circuit, the secret service agent told him that all it would take is 250 determined people, not afraid to die to overrun the Capitol. So that makes sense based on what we saw. Oh yeah. Uh, because they came with thousands. But the other thing is, is, yeah, you can't ignore the fact that there's a lot of videos of cops letting people in, letting people out too, taking selfies and, and taking selfies with them. And, and, and everyone, you know, so every time I see some journalist go, you know, look, look at this parlor post. Look, like, why haven't the police noticed this stuff that people have been talking about for weeks? It's like, because 84% of cops who voted, voted for Trump. They're on their team. That's. Yeah. The difference. Yeah, somebody else said uh, 
you're asking where the police are, but you don't ask where Miley's at when Hannah's on stage. Ha <laughs> yeah, ha Nice, nice little shot. I think uh, what's his face? Uh, one of the guys from Iced Earth was oh, uh, yeah. one of the he's, one of the dudes. And, which everyone, I mean, everyone knew he's been at several. But, listen to a ice, listen to an Iced Earth record in the last fifteen years, and you know that these are the kind of guys who would go perform at this sort of thing. Oh, absolutely! It's Don't Tread on Me music. There was also wasn't there a guy that one of the people that died died because he was tasing his own nutsack. Oh my god! I mean, again, you hate to see it, but you kind of. I got it. I don't hate to see it. I mean, I, this I'm guy. Like, can I? Can he, we get? Can we get Darwin to do his thing? Like the Darwin Awards. Can can they do their thing faster? I mean, there's just so much. There's that you know, like this this guy who gave his life for a TV show host by accidentally tasing his balls over and over until he had a heart attack. Uh, that and I then do. you got. And then you got like another woman trampled to death while holding, holding a don't tread don't on me flag. On. <laughs> oh shit. I, I don't mean to laugh. I shouldn't be laughing. I know. The, it's the, but, I'm laughing I mean, at the irony. I'm laughing at the irony. Not necessarily the death. I, I don't think even the dude that tastes his balls, like how fucking stupid can you be? But like it actually sounds like something one of our friends would do. You know, yeah. it's an it's an unfortunate thing. Like I don't I actually uh don't wish anyone to die i mean, I have literally no one that i think should die in my circle like i think types of people should die right pedophile shit like that uh unpopular opinion or popular opinion i don't know i don't know depends on which crowd i'm talking to i don't believe in death penalty so oh it's yeah i think to, i think you and i have talked about that before it, it, that the, when it you get to that though that's where i where it starts to get a little grayer for me yeah dude just so Bullets, bullets are so cheap. Uh, <laughs> are they uh, though? Not well, really. They're, they're hard to find. They're scarce, but they're cheap. <laughs> um, so there's there's that, and then um, you know these are the same. Okay, I posted something about this, but like I just want to try and mull this over with you and try and find the rationale that they could be getting behind. So we have a whole user base that seems to support this. Fuck a mask. Why be for you know? Open the economy. This it has a ninety eight percent survival rate. Why would I be afraid of it? And I like that all the same people saying that right now, almost in fucking unison, are posting one article about one death because they finally have something, something negative to say about the vaccine. There is a seemingly healthy doctor, which post his uh, vaccination, and he was a big advocate for vaccines. Uh, took it and he developed some like red spots and spotchiness. He ultimately died and they believe that even if not all, at least partially was linked to the vaccine. Totally shitty thing. It sucks that it happened to somebody who practiced medicine, lived in that world, right. believed in the vaccine. It feels like the most unfortunate person to possibly have an adverse side effect. Yeah. But let's call it what it is. In just America, we have over a million people that have received the vaccine, and there's been one death. Do the fucking math on that alone, and yeah. how can you say that that one death is the reason that you will not get the vaccine, but you're cool with 98% over here when there's like hundreds of thousands uh, going on in a you're 2%? Cool with, you're cool with uh, getting in the car and driving to the grocery store. Dude, more fucking people die a year from chewing on ballpoint pens and choking on them. You get about, I think it's like a hundred people a year die from that. Four people a year die from vending machines falling on them. Like, yeah, but it turn your body into a five G tower, bro. Sign me up. I already told you that. Holler it is. Me. I will say it is cool to see, like, friends and family starting to say they're getting theirs vaccine or starting to schedule them and stuff like that. It's cool to see that it's starting to make it to us normal people. Yeah. No, I, I have quite a few friends uh they got it i have some that are on their second round and with no like major side effects and you know prime like generally speaking i'm usually not the one to like go get a flu shot every year i'm just not mm -hmm. i it, i don't know what it is i i'm not doing it because like i'm some anti-vaxxer i'm doing it because like it, it's genuinely like it seems to be inconvenient to my life and i'm a fucking lazy person and so I've also never had the flu that I know of. So I, I'm doing okay in that regards. My kids get it. 
because they started getting it and they just get it every year. They are fine with it. I feel like I'm going to get it and fucking something's going to happen. I'm going to grow a third limb or something. Like it's going to be some wild ass time for me. This vaccine, I'm all for. But I think I'm in my area. I think I'm part of phase two, which doesn't start until spring. You know, they're, they're doing it like you have to be a certain field or a frontline worker or a, uh, somebody who's considered essential. You know, there's, there's this whole thing out here and I don't think that I can get it until the spring. Did you see what, uh, DeWine did with the Columbus city schools here? No. He like set an ultimatum, uh, ultimatum, an ultimatum with, with Columbus city schools basically said, you know, we'll make sure all the teachers get vaccinated quickly. Uh, and that, you know, you know, you guys are considered frontline workers and, and uh, up pretty much first, but you have to commit to being at least partially in person by March 1. Mm. So that's interesting. Uh, a lot of people are pissed about that, uh, but give them time to think about it. So you may or, or may not have noticed on the news that Arizona is number one. Oh, yeah, you're number one for COVID cases. That's I don't. Like you can't even celebrate that. Like that's when number one is negative, right? Yes, I know. God that's, damn it! That was the joke. That was the uh, joke. I was just telling the people out there why we're celebrating or not celebrating. My school district for my kids is the fucking only school district in the vicinity that's still in person. Everyone else is back to remote learning. Ours is not. They are. It's like some super like stand your ground type shit superintendent talking about like we won't let them scare us into you know i i just it blows my fucking mind we don't i mean we've been fortunate enough to only have one scare right where uh the boy got a letter basically saying like he was around somebody that was um positive and we had to quarantine for 14 days nothing came of that thankfully but I just, I don't know, man, who the, what the fuck is going on with these schools out here that we have shitty schools in Arizona. We're like 48th or 50th in the country. Oh, really? Yeah. It's so bad. We didn't realize how bad we we thought it might actually be a good thing because like, you know, we come from schools that were so much better that fuck it. Valedictorian, you know, it's a shoe in for these fuckers out here, but I don't know. I don't know how it's going to go. (sighs) <sighs> Let's get off this shit, man. I can't talk about this anymore. I can't talk about uh, it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it, it, and you've just, I just found myself like glued to the, yeah. to the, to, to the news. And it was funny. Like we have like a leadership team meeting, uh, on Tuesdays and Thursdays at work. And, uh, uh, my but boss was like, so, uh, any updates from your studio? And I was like, I, I haven't talked to anybody yet today. I venture to say not many people were productive yesterday. Just saying, <laughs> you right. know, it's like, I mean, let's be real. Everybody was glued to the TV. Um, yeah, it's been uh, on but, in our house for days, but uh, yeah, it's, it's wild. But that being said, one bright spot on this week was on Friday. This band called frozen soul put out a record. I've been really looking forward to it. So they're part of that maggot stomp crew. Uh, that Sanguisugabog, that that label, so that style of caveman death metal, which is I, like I, I appreciate how effortlessly you say that fucking name. I can't even phonetically sound that shit out. Sanguisugabog, Sanguisugabob, Bog, Bog, the G, Sang, Sang, Sanguisugabob. God, I, can't, I cannot say it. I literally can't. <laughs> anyway. Say it. Anyway, uh, they, Frozen Soul and Sanguisugabog both signed to Century Media and, uh, they both signed to Century Media and, um, Frozen Soul was the first one that I mean, they put out their Century Media debut on Friday. And it is just, you got to listen to it, man. It's so their whole thing is like all of their subject matter is like about ice, like frozen shit. Okay. Like, like encased in ice and like, frozen crypts and you know it's like it's like everything is like gross death metal but it's all it's all it's all ice themed okay and 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 so and the artwork too so you have that vibe to the music there's a coldness to it and it is just really really slow death metal but with like 
really hard hardcore ethos. So like glacier core. Glacier. It's it's not a hard. It's not a <laughs> core. Know. I'm not going to put core on okay, it. Okay, we won't do core. Uh, glacial death metal. Glacial death metal. <laughs> Slow, icy, heavy. Dude, it it's so goddamn heavy. I saw them uh, last year and uh, at Big Room Bar. And they had smoke and only blue light, blue and white lights and smoke. And then the singer had a fucking his own mic stand and it was wrought iron chain, like okay. big fucking chain links. And he kept like, like going like this with it while, while he was in the middle of the sun and get back down and start screaming. Again. And he lifted above his head like this and this big, it had to be, a, had to be a hundred pounds. I mean, it was huge. Is that a lot? So I'm just fucking with you. For a fucking mic stand? Dude, I know. I know. You just, you talked about lifting it over your head and it's, it had to be a hundred pounds. And I'm like, it's probably that, 50 pounds. Is that a probably problem? Is that a problem for you, Colin? Oh, oh I see. <laughs> uh, but no, you should listen to it. It's, it's, I it's will. We started talking about like encased in ice and frozen. I couldn't help but think iced earth again. Like what a missed opportunity. They could have written all the songs, uh, about being encased in ice and, Sorry, a whole glacier metal movement. It'd have been, ah, it'd been perfect. I want to um, write some. I want to write some glacial shit. It was twenty two degrees this morning when I got up. So, uh, do the, the it. It's. I'm telling you, like it'll get down to you know forties here. Like I'll go out in the morning, you know, get some shit, and it's forties, fucking cold. I have never worn more pants intentionally wore pants the outside of work <laughs> than when I moved here. I am soft. I am extra soft now. If it is 50s, you might catch me in pants. In Ohio, not a fucking chance. And I didn't intend to make that rhyme, but, you know, count that shit as a bar. <laughs> I didn't intend to make it rhyme, but it works. Um, yeah, dude, I'm just soft since I moved out here. Like, I want it to be, I want it to be like 60s and 70s at least. Uh, so when it's 40s, like, I don't even know what to do with myself. I got a pair of camo, like, joggers. They're like my lifeblood. I, I could wear them bitches every day. All right. Uh, trivial, trivial things. You, do we can't, we can't make it, uh, we can't make it super political because I don't want to, I don't want to dive us back into that before we close I, I, out for the day. No, I, I, I will say, no, I'll, I'll take it there, not, but not directly at what we're talking about, but a trivial thing to me is the, a trivial thing that drives me absolutely bonkers is the uh, gut instinct to um, ignore whatever your team's doing wrong. Confirmation bias. Confirmation bias, uh, or the, as the Bible puts it, you know, you're so quick to point out the splinter in your brother's eye with ignoring the log in your own. You know, like it. It, it, and both teams do this because it turns out it turns into like a sports thing. You know, it's, mm -hmm. it's essentially like sports teams. And, uh, and, and it's just, it drives me crazy that, that, you know, we've watched the last four years of, of, of hypocrites in one direction. And, and, and it's just the hypocrisy just over and over on both sides of the, the aisle. Right now we're seeing extremely bad from the right. You know what I mean? But yeah. then at the same time, it's, it's, it also, it, there's a lot of liberals. I see it's like, wait a minute, wait a minute. You're calling for the rest of these guys. You're, 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 you're mad that the cops didn't use rubber bullets. Like pretty sure like two months ago, you hated all cops. All cops are bastards. So, you know, it's the same, it's the same fucking thing. I'm not, I'm not pointing, totally pointing fingers just at one team. It's just really fascinating to watch, and it drives me crazy. Oh, I agree. I I think it's fine to point out the fact that they didn't use them. Oh, yeah. The I, double I standard for sure. Yeah. and But I don't think they should have used them. The, I, think, I saw I saw a black woman put it best and said, we're not asking for them to shoot you. We're asking for them to not shoot you like they shoot us. Exactly. Or that we're asking not shoot them, us like you didn't shoot them. They, like they don't shoot you. Yes. Yeah, yeah I agree. That's a, that is a, a very that's a a one sentence roundup of exactly how I feel as well. 
Uh, So my trivial thing is, let's see, I got a couple of them. Where do I want to go with this? People's inability, someone's inability to think that, that, to really think through things from a non-personal level. Like when something happens to them personally, it's easy for everything to feel like an attack. It's yeah. really hard for people to step back and say, was this actually an attack or am I looking at this the right way? Would I view this the same if it was some person on the internet? I didn't know it happened to me. And I'll tell you where this comes from. So we have a 4,000 plus member group for our area, um, all the communities and you can ask literally anything in there. And there are people, I mean, within seconds that will respond to you. There's a gentleman I see riding his bike around here. I've seen him three times. He rides backwards, like sitting on the handlebars, facing the opposite way, rides his bike backwards. We've all done this yeah. as kids. I've seen him three times. Each time he's on a mountain bike, silver. Uh, he's a person of color. He wears Dodgers gear. So I know it's the same guy. I also knew that I couldn't be the only one that sees him. When I see him, I love this dude. He's got great energy. He's always like dancing. If he sees you or you wave, he'll throw you a wave or he'll hit like like a little dab or something. He'll hit like a dance move. People that ride by him as cyclists, he'll like dap him up as he's going by and stuff. He's got great energy, right? So I ask on the Facebook group, I say, hey, anybody know the story to this guy? Because I've seen him riding around. I've seen him three times. He has to be in the area. Um, anyway, I like his energy. Here's Here's what I like. Within moments, people are, oh, yeah, I see this dude all the time, love it, blah, 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 tons of comments. You know, I think we're up to over 100 comments. And then somebody says, this guy, he intentionally caused me to get in an accident, which left my, which we got T-boned, cars totaled, got hit on the side where my son was, who's, I want to say five, I got a big contusion. He still has ringing in his ear to this day. Okay. So I go, holy shit. Like, that seems crazy. I'm sorry for what happened to your family. Tell me more. Like, I was just very curious. Then somebody also posts an article to this guy about how he's been doing it for 30 years. He's got, he's a man of God. He's got uh, tons of articles out there about him. He's riding 60 miles for uh, diabetes, juvenile diabetes research as a fundraiser. All, All these things. And everything about this guy is conflicting with this one story, one account. Mm -hmm. So he goes on to tell the story about how it happened. He says, I was, you know, coming down this road. I was making a left-hand turn. This guy cuts across, forcing me to stop my vehicle. So he didn't hit him. It sounds like the guy was either in the crosswalk, which is where the fuck, you know, you stop for people. Uh, or maybe he was on the wrong side of the street. I don't really know. But at any rate, he has to stop his truck. While his truck is stopped, he's sitting there. A car comes through the intersection that he said is, and I quote, looking down, not paying attention, and hits me without ever hitting the brakes. Okay? Okay. He's blaming it solely on the gentleman on the bike for forcing him to have to stop. Intentionally. He said, and I quote, he laughed at me and rode off after we got hit. The cops found him and cited him. Okay? Mm-hmm. So I find this guy, find his name, find his Facebook. I just wanted to do some research. I was just curious. Find his whole name, hit the clerk of you know, court's website, check. No citations for this dude anywhere around this. So now I'm like, is it this guy? Dude, I've made up a whole alternate story about like what happened like i think i think he shouldn't have tried to make that turn he tried to he tried to go fast in front of somebody didn't see the biker saw him last minute had to stop in front of a car who he self said was not paying attention did not hit the brakes and t-boned him i think there's an, an element of guilt here in which he's looking for somewhere to place blame and of all the places to place blame why on the cyclist not the car that literally didn't stop, that wasn't looking, that you said was looking down. It's just weird. Like when people get in those situations, something has to make sense to them. And for whatever reason, it makes sense to blame this guy. And I don't know if it's, I don't, I'm not there, right? So I don't know. Maybe he did do that. But I swear to you, everything I look at on this dude's Facebook, because a lot of it was public, all the stories I read, I just cannot imagine 
such a malicious thing happening. And people just don't like to accept that. Uh, yeah. Furthermore, somebody you know tried to do like some react emojis on like he posted some pictures. Four out of five of them, they put the tear emoji. And then on one of them, they accidentally put the laughing emoji. Of course, this dude sees that, freaks out, and goes to uh, screenshot it, post it, call the person out. I don't know why you think this is funny, blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, I hate you. I hate this guy as a person. So that's my whole story. I feel like that's all I got to say about episode 69. So... I think I see why. Your okay. shit's falling apart. Your shit's yes, falling apart. The whole area is falling apart. The whole fucking area is falling apart. I got wives and kids and dogs and everything coming in right now, and it's too hard to focus. So, 69. I feel like it's in the books. Nice. Nice.